0: the Lord. Thank you for tuning into this first episode of Kingdom Cast. Uh, We thank you for um, tuning in to us today. Uh, You can follow us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. So we're going to get started into this first episode of part one of Kingdom Perception. We're going to look into uh, the definition of what is Um, perception. It's the ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. And a lot of times we don't realize that sometimes we look at how we see things, even just what we see in life. We can see stuff and our perception could be uh, uh, different because everybody has a different perspective of how they uh, physically see something. So, um, and, and let's look at the different the definition of, of vision. The uh, vision is uh, the act of power of seeing, sight, special senses in which the quality or an object, such as color or size. Sometimes we like we're looking at um, different objects, whether it's a shirt or 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 a car or just a sign or a billboard. Anything we look at, we can see it based on the qualities of the object to which it has. So let's 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 dive into the um first scripture which is Matthew chapter um 13 and 17 so it's and in kind of getting into speed of what the scripture talks about you know Jesus was talking about um in that scripture about the um seed of the parable sower and was actually talking about how a lot of you know during during that time you know he was actually talking about um going into about what was the prophet Isaiah and he was really talking about how during this time that they couldn't really see that he was the Messiah. He was the one that was sent by God and chosen by God to deliver God's people and send them the word um, to let them know and to redeem mankind um, back unto God. And even the Pharisees, they really couldn't um, understand that. And they really were blinded by their own selfish pride, their their um their own fruition, so to speak, um, when you really look at it, you know, because, you know, when Jesus began to um minister and preach the gospel all over the all over, you know, um they couldn't understand this message that he was um, delivering to them and delivering to the people, and how that the people were getting saved, they were getting delivered, um, they were getting healed, and they couldn't understand how is he delivering to these people and sharing with these people and these things that they're they've been he, they've been sick for so many years and so many people were bound with so many different types of infirmities and diseases, and here it is, Jesus comes along. And he um, he's doing all these things uh, that they weren't pretty much doing. And, you know, he was trying to um, explain to them um, about, you know, and, and they was kind of questioning and asking him, you know, even um, his disciples, uh, when you look at the scripture, and he was speaking to them pretty much in, uh, um, in the parables, and he was explaining to them about the seed of the sower. You know, and you know he he was asking them. You know that um, you know when some seeds, when the word falls on the ground, it talks about how it was it was sprung up, and and some, you know, things came along and they choked the word, and the thistle sprung up, and and he was really explaining how that when the word comes, you know how certain things can come up and tangle the word up, and could steal the word from you. So, and he was asking them, you know, and he said, and um, I'm gonna go to Matthew thirteen, eleven, and he said, and he answered and said unto them, Because it is given to you the mysteries of the kingdom, but unto them is not, for who whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he have abundance, but whoever have not from him shall it be taken away. And therefore, therefore speak I unto them in parables, because they see and they hear not, hearing. And they hear not, neither do they understand, and in them full, fulfilled is fulfilled the prophet of Isaiah, which said, "By hearing they shall hear, and understanding and, and shall not understand, and seeing they shall not see, and they shall not perceive. For the people's hearts are waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal, hear them, hear heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, he, um, your in your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear not, and I have heard them. So when Jesus started talking about um, you know, explaining to them and sharing with them, you know, in this passage of scripture when it talks about in verse 15 of Matthew, Matthew um, chapter 13, it says, for the people's hearts is wax gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes and, the, and their eyes, they have closed. At least at any time they, they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and they should understand with their heart and should be and be converted and I should heal, hear them, hear, heal them, excuse me. So, you know, and, and Jesus trying to get them to understand is that, you know, the, you have to open up your heart. And a lot of times that, in that time, there were, you know, the, um, that the people were hungering for God and they wanted to, they were looking for something. And when Christ came along, you know, their hearts were able to receive what, the gospel that was being preached and, and all the miracles that they heard, they were, they were able to hear something and, and, and hearing and, and felt something that was different and they heard something different. So, you know, and it was explaining to them that, you know, and, and he was saying in verse 16, he said, but bless all your eyes for they shall see and your ears for they shall hear you know and he was pretty much talking about how the prophets you know desire to hear the things that um they hear now that during that time because you know um they they had Jesus and they and the prophets in the Old Testament they talked about Jesus and they talked about the coming of the Messiah and they talked about the coming of Christ and they and they preached about him coming this his second the, co- the coming of the Lord and you know and and that's where you know, when we look, when you look at this the scripture and look at the story, how Jesus was um, adamant about really just sharing with the people that, you know, your, your ears and your eyes can dictate what you see and what you hear, you know, because what in those days, the Pharisees didn't really, you know, wasn't too kindly and they were, because of their pride, they really didn't want to see that that was Jesus, that he was the Messiah, he was the chosen one, he was the one that was sent to help them get delivered, and they felt that they didn't really need no deliverance, they didn't need no help, they didn't need nobody to uh, preach to them, and you know, and uh, and when you really look at it, there were so many people during that time as he began to preach the gospel, they began to hunger for what they were hearing because. Jesus wasn't preaching the gospel. He wasn't preaching um, just out of the Old Testament. He was getting getting prophetic revelation that was from heaven. But, you know, he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He was preaching something that was from heaven, you know, because he came from heaven, you know, And and they've never heard the word come forth in such a way and an authority that it opened their eyes And it opened their ears and their heart to receive something that they've never received before. And there were so many people that, you know, came from miles around to, to, uh, hear about Jesus. And, you know, and even the prophets, they, they didn't, you know, they would have desired, as he said, they would have, you know, Desire to hear the things that you hear he, he was talking to his disciples and explaining to them in the, in that script in the scripture in chapter Matthew chapter 13 explaining to them in a parable. He was explaining that the prophets would have longed to hear what you're hearing right now because they preached what they were preaching about me and And they would have it, they would have loved to see what God was ministering speaking through them to the people the, the one who they talked about so much and who they preached about and, and, and talked about in the Old Testament. And, you know, when we look at it, um, just going back to, you know, the, um, the ability of perception, the ability to, to, to see and hear and become aware of something through the senses. So a lot of times it comes down to it, the ability to be able to hear and it's a spiritual insight. Some things it comes to a spiritual through the senses of the spirit and it has to come through to be able to hear the truth of God's word. Because a lot of times we look in a society, we look at the way people are today, that you got to have the truth of God's word. You know, we can't walk around aimlessly in, in, in this time and in the time we're living in right now blinded because there's so much stuff going on with different social issues and different, um, you know, with the government and um, a lot of political things that are going on in the in this world today you know we we have to really keep our ears and um our mind fixed on god and keep our heart in tune to hear what god is saying in this hour you know because a lot of times a lot of people are getting caught up in 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 this deception because and and, and it's a deception that's going on from the devil is trying to deceive a lot of people and to thinking, you know, God's over here or God's agreeing with this social platform or, you know, God wants us to see stuff um, the way the world sees us, the world, the way the world sees But God doesn't want us to look at things the way the world does. You know, I can say that, you know, God doesn't want us to look at racism the way the world does because God doesn't look at um, color. He looks at sin. And. You know, when we all stand before an almighty God, God's not going to judge you based on um, um, sin. He's, I mean, based on color, excuse me, he's going to judge you based on every deed and every work that's been done in his body. And that's that's what the Bible says. But, you know, as a believer and as a born again believer and as a new convert. You have to understand as a newborn babe, you have to start drawing closer to God and start coming closer to God and in God and in his word and in your prayer time and, you know, being able to see what God is saying in this hour because the Bible says um, to be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, slow to anger. So when you do all those things according to what the word of God says, then, then you won't get caught up in what's going on. Because as soon as you want to get angry at watching the news or you want to get angry at this or you want to say, man, I'm tired of this. And we we as black people or we as Hispanic people, we just we go through all this stuff. No, 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 no. If you are a born again believer and you are a child of the kingdom and you are born again, you do not think the same way. You cannot see stuff the same way and you cannot respond to things the same way. Even as a newborn baby, you now must, you know, the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, you now you have to start renewing your mind in the word of God. You can't, you know, now think the way you used to think when you become saved and become born again, because born again, people don't think the same. Born again, people do not talk the same way and they don't respond to stuff the same way. When you are, when you're not saved, you respond according to the flesh. So you hear and you go based on facts and not truth. See, and the thing about it is that when your perception is blind and you're and you're not and you're not really seeing stuff, you're you're just going by hearsay and you're going by, you know, facts. Yeah, the facts is the facts, but the truth holds you accountable. That's the difference. You know, people don't understand the facts is one thing, but the truth is something else different. The truth holds you accountable you know, facts is a bunch of information. Okay. You know, I could tell people, yes, the facts is that we're having an election. Okay. Yeah. Um, the fact that this, this, um, social disrupt this, um, the rest in the country right now, um, could I say that? Yeah. Um, the facts is yeah, that we have there that, that the coronavirus is here. Okay. But the facts is that, but the truth is God is a healer, right? That's one. God is the healer. He can heal you. You know, and also too is that you know God is a God of order. He doesn't have a disordered government. God's government is not this God. God's government does not bring anarchy. God's government brings order, and that's the thing is that we want we want man's government, and man's government brings disorder without God. So when we look at everything that's going on in the climate, we have to have God. We have to see what God is saying. God, God, and we are citizens of the kingdom. So when you're of the kingdom, you don't act the way the people in the world does. You don't respond because when you are of the kingdom, when you become born again, now your mind has changed, your perception has changed, you're renewed, and you're different. So by you being different, you don't think the same, you don't talk the same way, you are a citizen, you are an ambassador. So when you're an ambassador, you don't, go, you don't come from a foreign country, and then you represent, let's say you represent the, the, the Queen of England, and you're an ambassador. Uh, for the Queen of England and you come to the United States, you don't come to a country and just start acting up and doing what you want. No, because you represent royalty. And that's the thing that we have to start changing our perception. And even as you become, um, as a newborn babe, when you become saved, you start to now start renewing and start thinking stuff different, acting different, talking different. You know, you you talk where your mind is a little bit higher and you start seeing things at a different level the closer you get to God in prayer and in your word and, you know, fasting, everything, you start to see stuff totally different. You start to see stuff because God starts to open your eyes to the truth, you know, and we got to seek the truth, you know, and that's where it comes down to is that when you, when you are, when your hearing is dull, that means you're not as close to God as you think or, or like the Pharisees, because pride sets in and people can't hear like, like right now, people are, people are, are not hearing it because they're so angry and they're so mad and, and they're so full of hatred and not just only hatred, but a lot of stuff that's causing these people is because of unresolved issues that they deal with and they have not dealt with them and they go out and they go protest and they're angry about stuff that they, stuff that's based off of facts. They say, well, yeah, well, it's the truth and no, 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 but it's not the truth. You know, the facts is, Okay, yes, um, the gentleman, um, Echo Floyd died. Yes, yes, that's the facts. That's the facts. The facts, that's the facts, okay? Okay, yes, that happened. But the thing about it is how do you respond differently? You know, how do you handle a situation? You know, even as a child of God, we can't get caught up into the things of this world, but we have to handle certain situations in a godly manner. So if people are approaching you, you handle it and speak it as what God would say, not not what your flesh says, because your flesh will say, Yeah, I'm mad. I don't like these people. And I don't like these, um, I don't like these white people, and I don't like, you know, but but the truth of the matter is is that God loves us all and he wants us to love each other. The reason why certain things happen in our in our country and the things that are happening in our communities. And the things that are happening it's not a it's not a global problem it's a personal problem a personal problem stems stems to a global problem because if you can't deal with you and that's only comes through god and god's word you know you know and god's word comes in to examine you it comes into search the heart and the reins of a man's heart and it searches those things the inward parts and then it comes to search and see you know Yourself and, and the word you know the Bible says we ought to examine ourselves daily, you know that that's what Paul said and you know when it comes down to us that the word is like a it's like a microscope, and it it sees the most detailed things in your life, and the thing about it is that no everybody wants to hold somebody else accountable, and they want to hold other people accountable but hold yourself accountable for what you do, and see that's the thing it's easy to deflect indirect stuff on the government it's easy to direct it onto the police officials yeah there are some bad police officers but there are a lot of good police officers out there in this world you know but the thing about it is is that people can't go around deflecting stuff on them on other people when as a whole we are all responsible for our own individual actions you know as that man had to go to trial he had to stand trial for his individual actions so his individual actions upon another human's life, he has to stand and give an account for that. So it comes down to it as a child of God, you know, we have to give we give an account to everything that we we do in his life. So, you know, just so that you know, we to to get the understanding of what I'm trying to say is that, you know, we have to change our perception. We have to stop seeing stuff as the glass, you know, we look at. They say the glass half full. No, we have to, you know, like when we look in the mirror, we have to look in the mirror at the person that's, you know, in the mirror, you know, and and looking at it. What's going on right now is that we need to have to have God, and as a child of God, you have to stay in God and stay connected to God because you ne- we need God in this hour more now than ever before because many people are going to the going to the left. And they're just going on something that's totally not God right now. And, you know, and it's it's so much stuff that's causing people to be deceived by, you know, the enemy and the devil, because, you know, we're living in the last days and we're living in a time where Christ is, is soon to come. And, you know, we have to stay rooted and grounded in God. But in order to do that, you have to change your perception. And and we're also, you know, to change your perception on how you see stuff. Because if you're still stuck in seeing the things the same way, you will never um, see it the way God sees it. Like, God sees you different. God doesn't see you, He, like I said, he doesn't see um, black and white. You know, it's, it's you know, God just sees what he sees as sin. So I'm, I'm going to read a, a, another passage of scripture. I'm going to go to Isaiah uh, 42 and 16. And it says and i will bring the blind by the way that they knew not and i will lead them in pa- in the paths that they that they have not known and i will make darkness darkness light before them and crooked things straight these things will i do unto them and i will not forsake them so that means god won't lead you down a blind path he won't lead you where you have no direction you don't know where you're going you know he won't lead you into darkness because you know, the Bible says that, that um, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light, and no one comes unto the Father except through and by me. So, you know, and um, and Jesus is the light. So, and God won't lead you um, off on something else, and God won't have you leading into something that looks like total chaos. God, God is not a God of chaos. So, no matter what they say, and they tell you, oh, yeah, this is God, and God is in this, and... And we want to thank God. No, God is not into anarchy. God is not into all this stuff. Cause I see it now where they talk and they pray and they asking God and, and God just be with us. Okay, yeah, you're praying, but God, God doesn't, God doesn't God is a God of authority and he's a God of order. So anything that you're trying to do is out of order, you know, we we have the laws and things. God put stuff in this um earth so that we have, you know, laws to keep us. In order the same thing as a born-again believer the word of God is the is the word that keeps you in order and it keeps you in a place where God keeps you in the right alignment with him and his word. So That's why in the Old Testament. They had the law that Jesus said I didn't come away to do to do away with the law that I, I came to that I might fulfill the law. So Jesus didn't come to do away and do his own thing he didn't come to do that. And and this is the thing that we're doing now, that, that man wants to decide they want to do their own thing. Well, they don't want to have the police officers and they want to defund the police and, and you know, they want to run an um, anarchistic government to where man can control and govern themselves. And, when well, man, you can't govern yourself because you're a hot mess. You're a literal hot mess right now. Like, he would say, well, yeah, you know, we we don't, we don't need the police, and we don't need stuff, and we want to run our own self. And you can't even run your own life. Like, how are you just gonna say you wanna you wanna uh, run, and you don't want to have the police? You're if you examine your life, it's a hot mess. So, I mean, a lot of times, and this is what happens, is because you know they want to go this way, go their own way. You know, the Bible says a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. So, and you know, and God won't lead us into into darkness. He won't, you know, and God will make all the crooked things straight. So if something is crooked and it's not lined up, God is going to make it straight for you that you can you can be able to walk in the right way. You know, um, and and, um, you know, and God won't forsake you at all. So, you know, and, and we're going to read down to verse 17 now. This is, and they shall be turned back, and they should be utterly ashamed that they trust engraving images, that they say to the molded images, "Ye are our gods." Ye hear and ye are deaf, and you look look and ye are blind, that ye may see. So when we look at it, and it says that who is blind, but my servant or deaf, a mesen- a messenger that I might that I sent, who is blind as he. Is that perfect and blind as the Lord's servant, seeing many things, but thou art so observant not, opening the ears, but they hear if not. So going back to saying is that, you know, it goes back to verse seven, verse seven, verse 17. It says, and they be turned back and they shall be greatly ashamed that they trust in their graven images. And they say to the molten images, you are our gods. So, you know, when you trust in these idols and things of that nature, you trusted in them and, you know, and that's where your faith is, you know. And it says, and ye deaf and look, ye are blind that ye may see. Ye hear and ye are deaf and look, ye are blind that ye may see. So when you trust in these images that's not the living God, yeah, you're going to be blind and deaf and you're not going to be able to see anything. So you're being led by a God that can't see and a God that can't hear. And you can't hear and you can't see. So the Bible says the blind leading the blind. And they're both going to fall into a ditch. Who is leading? Who is blind? But my servant questioned. Or deaf as my, as my messenger that I sent. Who is, who is blind? As he is perfect. And blind as the Lord's servant. So God's servants aren't blind. God, God, when God leads you as a child of God, and as a servant of God, he's not going to lead you blind. He's not going to lead you down somewhere and lead you into something that 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 that's 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 pretty much hot, that's that's a mess. And that's literally a mess. So I know I, I said the word hot mess, but it is a hot mess because God ain't going to lead you as a child of God into something that's confusing. You know, God is not the author of confusion. And when you look at this, the state that we live in right now, it's confusing. You know, and 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 God is not the author of confusion. And he's not, he's, he's not going to lead you something in, into confusion. So we're going to, you know, look at it from that standpoint and understand is that when you're led by God, you know, led by the Holy Spirit, the Bible says he'll lead you and guide you into all truths and show you things to come, which is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you. If you get the Holy Spirit, he's not going to guide. He's not going to lead you into something else that looks, that looks confusing. It's in total, um, chaos. So, you know, and this goes into like Jesus, when he was talking to, and, um, I'm going to go to John chapter nine, when he was talking about, um, Jesus was healing the blind man. Um, he was blind from birth and the Pharisees became to ask him a question. So they were asking him a question. Um, and he was explaining to them and he said, you know, he was saying to them in, um, in verse 40 and he said, some of the Pharisees, which were, which were with him, heard these things, heard these words and said unto him, are we also blind? And he said unto them, if you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say we we see, therefore your sin is remaining. So Jesus was explaining to them, you know, like if you really could see, if you really could see. I'm I'm gonna read this verse out of the um. I'm gonna read this verse out of the um, the Amplified version of the Bible. And he says, some of the Pharisees who were with him, heard these things and said to him, are we also blind? Jesus said unto them, if you were blind to the spiritual things, you would have, you would have no sin and would not be blamed for your unbelief. But since you claim to have spiritual sight, you have no excuse. So your sin and guilt remain. So now they, they talked about, you know, like he was saying, if you, if you say that you can see, you know, then Pretty much. You're not blind, said if you were blind to spiritual things, you would have no sin. And you would not be blamed for your unbelief. But since you claim to have spiritual insight, you have no excuse. So your sin remained guilty. So pretty much he was just, you know, kind of like kind of cutting them right where the chase was, you know, because, you know, they were pretty much so prideful and puffed up and was like, oh, well, we can see Jesus, what you're trying to say, that we're blind, we can't see, we can't see the spiritual things like you do. And he was pretty much um, telling them, like, if you say you can see, then your sin remain That means you can see your own sin. That means you, you, you know, you are without excuse. So, and um, let's go into another scripture. We're going to go into... Um, Uh, of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 through 6, and it says, Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy from God, granting us salvation and opportunities and blessings, we do not get discouraged nor lose motivation. But we renounce the disgraceful things hidden because of shame not walking in trickery ad- adulterating the word of god but by stating the truth openly and plainly we commend ourselves everyone's conscious in the sight of god but even if our gospel is in some sense hidden behind a veil it is hidden only to those who are perishing among them the god of this world satan was blinding the minds of unbelieving to to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of Jesus of, and, and of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God who we do not preach ourselves but but Jesus as Lord ourselves merely as your bond servants for Jesus' sake for God who said let let light let light shine out of darkness is the one who has shown in our hearts to give us the light and the knowledge of the glory and the majesty of God clearly revealed in the face of Christ. So and knowing that God is revealing to us through Jesus Christ the knowledge of the truth, which is which goes back to saying changing our perception, where the truth changes your perception, it changes your thinking, it holds you accountable and causes you to see stuff different. And now when we look at it, is that this, the the Satan the devil was blinded the minds of uh, of the unbelieving to prevent them from seeing the gospel, so now all this stuff that's going on right now, people are blinded. Is they're blinded by witchcraft right now? The witchcraft is so evident now that um, witchcraft has caused people to be blinded. But you know that God said He would send a strong delusion in these last days that they would believe a lie rather than the truth. So. The devil is blinded these people's minds through hatred to race one through hatred and racism hatred and racism caused cause so many people now to be blinded that they can't see you know and they look and even in politics they're so blinded and blinded by what's going on right now even with the thing with the coronavirus even how the government is setting up um all the things for um the one world religion the one world government um, one um, one World Currency, everything that they're setting up right now is that, you know, everybody's so focused on the election, they're focused on, you know, um, what's going on with the police and um, with the coronavirus, all this stuff is all a distraction to keep people off the real focus, which is um, the Antichrist coming. And not only just that, the setting up the One World Government, One World Currency, setting everything up for this end time and what people don't realize is that it's all a distraction and you know and people have a veil over their eyes and they cannot see f- past what they see right now because it's a it's a delusion you know it's it's delusion and it's gotten people into unbelieving so when the gospel is being preached and people don't want to hear the truth, they don't want to hear the truth, but because the enemy is, is trying to blind them is has been blind, blind, blinding them from seeing the real truth. And when we look at it right now is that, you know, the go- the gospel of Jesus Christ brings you um, out of the darkness and into the light and truth holds you accountable. So when we look at it from that standpoint, you know, that that's where, you know, the word of God, um, um, sort of speak where I say where the rubber, where the rubber meets the road. So we're going to look at it one more scripture in, uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 15 and 16. And we're kind of going to read it, um, out of the Amplified Bible. It says, for this nation's heart has grown hard and with their ears, they have hardly hear and they have tightly closed eyes, tightly closed their eyes. Otherwise, they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn to me and I would heal. I would heal them spiritually, but bless spiritually aware and favored by God are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. And I'm going to read uh, down to verse 17. And I assure you and solemnly say to you, this is Jesus talking, many prophets and righteous men who were honorable and right standing with God longed to see what you see and did not see it. And hear what you what hear, what you hear and did not hear it. So when we look at it from that standpoint, Is that we have to look at it right now of what's going on is that, you know, this nation heart has grown hard and they cannot hear. You know, there are people that can hear, but there are people in this nation. We can't hear. They can't hear that God is speaking. God is talking and their ears are tightly closed to the real truth. And that's the state that we are in right now. In this nation, in this country, in the United States right now, you know, uh, because they have tightly closed ears and tightly closed eyes and they cannot see or hear what is going on. And God is trying to turn America back to the God of the Bible, not the God of the dollar bill, the God of the Bible, that people will be getting healed and saved and delivered and um, come to know God. Jesus Christ so it it comes down to it where that's that's where the nation is right now so I say on that in closing um thank you for tuning in to this episode of kingdom cast um kingdom perception part one um and if you follow I have part two up up there part two will be up there um on Anchor, Breaker, Google Cast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. So you can follow it all and listen to part two of this message. Thank you for tuning in. Until we see each other again, for we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless.